Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The show is in full bloom today, Matthew. Ooh, wow. Very, <laughs> very Nancy. A very Nance intro. From it you. was. Well, you know, Jim uh, took his salute in Houston this mm-hmm. weekend, calling his last Final Four. Uh, it's Monday night, so the NCAA men's finals are this evening. Um, but really this week is is Masters week. And mm-hmm. we have a lineup for the fans this week. Yep. I was, speaking of the Final Four, how'd it go for you? Uh, were you watching? Were you tuned in? Um, a little bit. Not like a, incredibly interested in any of these teams. Kicking myself a little bit that we didn't listen to Green and put a few shekels on yep. UConn when he said that was one. I mean, he didn't pick UConn, but he said UConn is one of basically four or five teams that fit this model that generally tend to win. And so would have been nice. Um, did you watch live for Nance? When he was um, when he was getting his his little uh, send off there, or will you be watching tonight? And are you going to cry? Um, I won't cry, but I did watch. Um, I wasn't watching live. You uh-huh. you would text me, and so I was digging through Twitter trying to find okay, what's going on? What did Nance say? What happened with him? And uh-huh. then all of a sudden, I found all these fake Jim Nance accounts. <laughs> where what like deep fakes? They're no, no, they're not even trying to be Jim Nance. They're just <laughs> assuming like Nance saying ridiculous things like um, yeah. and uh, and so I I got into a rabbit hole with that for about half an hour. So um, but anyway, tonight will be good. Um, looking forward to it. And we have a surprise entrance. Uh, it, this wouldn't be Millie Boys podcast without Alex Berthium. Um, who's and who's, who's surprised? I'm not He's, surprised. I know. We we recorded early. We said, hey, we got to get this rolling. Um, big night tonight, big week for everyone. Um, and and so we're gonna play a little game of um who are some guys that you like uh in the in the masters this week, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's hey, they're gonna finish in the top 10, or this is someone that Vegas might not be in on. I know um our friends in Massachusetts have access. Uh, after seeing all the texts, thanks, thank God I don't have access to uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. or DraftKings. But so uh-huh. we're gonna go through that a little bit, um, and then what what we like for um, you know maybe one or two guys on a FanDuel lineup if you're in a competition. Yeah, we're always in a competition, guys. Thighs, whatever AB's got for us, we're going to go there and we're going to find some winners. Because the Millie Boys, we can't take the, we can't take an entire off season off. That's not who who are we helping by just evaporating from the earth when football season ends? No one. Yeah. So this is like this is almost like our preseason now. We have to get geared up. Can I just jump in and set my first thing of this episode to be that on my headstone, I just wanted to say guys and thighs. Yeah, absolutely. We can do that. I think that's probably, you know, Gibby, did you, Gibby, did you already have that planned? or I, No, I didn't. Um, 
So uh, we're getting a mausoleum. Self- we're getting a, the Millie boys are getting <laughs> a mausoleum for sure. No doubt this about is it. Absolutely shameless self-promotion right now. But um, but the mock draft 1.0 is on yep. the website. Um, yep. And Matt brought up a good point after I showed him like the first four picks. And he's like, Alex is not going to like it unless you throw in some you know, fluid hips in the uh-huh. analysis. Uh, so I, I was waiting after I sent it out to a few people for like my dad who listened or who read it to be like, why are you so obsessed with these guys ability to like flip their hips, change directions rapidly on the field. <laughs> so I, I was waiting for it. It hasn't happened yet, but, um, hey, but if, if it happens, it means we're doing something right. Cause you're going deep. That's deep work. It's uh, I I was going into a tunnel. Um, so anyway, I need a break from the the computer screen at some. Point. You did a good job. I'm like I said, I'm going to get into it in depth, but I I've already kind of combed through it, and it's you can tell you put some time into it. So, so I have experience with these because Gibby's been doing these for uh-huh. our personal fantasy draft leagues, and uh-huh. it's always a joy. It's one of my favorite times of the of this preseason. Yeah, you always need at least one aggressive friend who's going to make it as seem as real as real life as possible. Like you got to yeah. have some some recaps. So I love that Gibby's doing that. Well, the thing that upset me was on Sunday night or Sunday morning at like 10 a.m., ESPN released from Matt Miller. Congratulations. Like, no, you know, no. great analyst. No. I'm not, not a friend of the uh, show. But I, I had like four or five comps that I thought were like, oh, I hadn't seen this anywhere, but I like this player comp- comparison and, uh, and Matt Miller stole. And then I looked at the ringer today to see if I matched up with any of their like shades of on there. So you're over there. You're over there stalking Solak. I, no, I looked after I released it. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and that isn't one of my sources for, for writing this. So anyway, um, it, <laughs> There were Listen, few... we'll check the timestamps. Who came first? We'll oh, sure so I think the ringer came first, but I, 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 you know. So that's not going to hold up in a court of law, Gibby. It's they're not. Gonna, you're going to say, hey, I, I can't put this first. And they're going to say, sir, but you were the second one to say it. And he's, you're gonna, what's your defense at that point? So that was the fun part. But anyway, enough shameless plugging. Go read it. Um, we'll, we'll have some updates uh, before NFL draft. This is Masters Week. Uh, this week we have uh, from Acorn Hills. Um, our friend Nate, who is a college student, college athlete, golfer, started this incredible company with an incredible purpose. We'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. Um, and, uh, you know, go find his merchandise. When you see some of the clips, you might see me <laughs> wearing absolutely everything that I possibly could uh, from Nate. Looks good. Um, and he'll Looks be joined good. by Bud from This Bud's For You, the podcast, and uh, the the feed as well, the Instagram feed. Um, and then on Wednesday, a really special treat, an old friend uh, who lives out in Washington state. Um, it, one of the first golf bands that I knew, like who was 12 year old uh, and was really into like professional golf. Uh, so he'll give some takes on the masters. I think he and I were like two of the first people that were reading Bill Simmons in 1994 or whatever on digital city on AOL or um, so Andy Jacobs will be on and joined by Brie Vega um, a female golfer was the captain of the NC state women's golf team also appeared on the, the uh, big break, the golf channel competition show. Um, and 
might have been a victor. Uh, we don't know. And um, so we'll we'll get into that. So really exciting week planned for everyone. Um, but today we're just here to talk some bets and, and give you our takes on what we like. Al, anyone that stands out to you on on the board uh, for the Masters that you think can win it? I'm coming in hot. You know that I'm not going to go chalky with this pick. Um, it's going to piss off half of our fan base immediately. Love it. Love it. Uh, but I'm going to go in on Kepka. Oh, I, I knew it was going to live right that. now. Uh, he's won a couple tournaments, and I think that he's going to come in this hot and prepared. Oh, Dobbs is going to be not. Yeah, he's going to hate that. Hate you know, it. you know. I mean, he's his his disdain for Liv is well known at this point. I think, um, but I think he's getting more nuanced with it, which I enjoy, and I'm I'm happy that he's doing. He's sort of like he's getting a little more meta with his hate for the Liv guys. He's digging in a little <laughs> deeper. So I'm interested to see why exactly he won't tell you he hates it because he hates Kepka. He'll tell you he hates it because of something about his game and how it doesn't relate real well to Augusta. So we'll see what he has to say. But I like that he's in form. I don't know what winning a live event is worth. No, he won. He won an event against some dudes who are still decent at golf, pretty convincingly. He's performed. He, he's well. still playing golf. He's going to come into this. True. He played there before. Has the experience. You know, I think that will he win? Probably not. But is he going to crack top ten? That's where I see him landing. Okay, I like that. That's good, Manny. Anyone that you love. Yeah, I got a couple guys that I'm I'm on outside of like the top tier guys, just because like everybody's gonna mix and match those, and I think it's gonna be is what it is. I like um a couple of like nuanced bets rather than just lineup bets. So I like Sun JM as I just like him in general in the tournament, and I like him to be the top Asian. So he was he's I mean, he's played well at Augusta every time he's played there, runner up in 2020, tied for eighth last year, grinds it out, good short game, hits fairways, very streaky, like it's all or nothing. It's all upside. So with a little bit of downside. But I like him a lot. Um, I think that Tommy Fleetwood is a good good buy as well. Um, he always plays well at the Masters. Every time you watch, he's in there. He's made the cut in five of six career appearances with three top twenties. So if you're putting a lineup together or you're looking to bet some like top 20 finish type guys, Tommy Fleet Dogs is a good pick. So I like those two outside of the top, like quote unquote chalk tier. Gibby's well, well documented love of Fleetwood. Uh yeah, right. Listen, I wasn't even thinking that when I picked him, but that's how I, great this is. Any anything about the name Fleetwood, like you uh-huh. could be selling whatever it is on the side of the road, but if you name it Fleetwood, I'm stopping. You can even split Fleet and Wood up and Gibby will still buy it. Uh, yeah, just something wood. Yeah, I don't care. If it's yeah. in the name, I'm there. Yeah. Um my there are two guys that that I like, and I don't know, this might be chalky. I don't I don't know the um I'll tell yeah, you if it is. Tears, but uh, one guy is Tony Finau. I think he's. Okay. I think yep. he might win it. Um, I think he's going to be one of the top five. Not chalky. He's just a below the top tier. So I think that's a good a good middle. Okay. Um, I think he wins this year. I, I think he's wearing a green jacket on Sunday. Okay. Um, and then uh, Day, Jason Day. Day, Day <laughs> yeah. Howie Day for a second. Um, well, get them both. <laughs> Yeah, well, they'll well, um, Jason nice. Day, it, those are like odds I saw that yep. uh, stood out to me that, yep. you know, oh, man, um, these guys could both win it. I don't know. Maybe Jason Day can't, but he's yeah. coming back and making a statement this year right away. Yeah. Um, I found my way to a uh, Reddit board where there was a guy who's been like digging up intel about the practice rounds that these guys are playing. Okay. 
Would you like me to share a few nuggets? I'd love to hear it. Um, Xander Shoffley missed more than he made from eight feet and in putts. He missed a lot of putts today. So not a strong suit of his game anyway, necessarily. And he's maybe that, you know, who knows, right? We don't want to read too much into it. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Fleetwood didn't miss a putt at all during any of his practice rounds or anything that he did. Um, Sahith Thigala has played eight practice rounds there in the past five months. He's put a lot of golf at Augusta, which I think can't possibly hurt him. So a pretty good long shot there. Um, I think Morikawa putt really well, it says. Um, Bryson hit two hook jobs right into the woods on the first tee, like right out of the gate. So he's, I, I think actually Bryson to miss the cut is a really fun bet for a lot of reasons. But yeah, just a few nuggets there to keep in mind as people start to really pretend like they have any idea what the hell is going to happen this weekend. Yeah. Um, there, there were a couple other names I saw. So tell me a little bit about like Cantlay. Can, can Cantlay win? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's always he in it. Okay. He's always in it. He's always in it. He plays, he doesn't make enough mistakes to ever be like completely quote unquote out of it. But I don't know okay. what his up, upside is, is all. But he's like, you know what? He's a perfect guy to park in your FanDuel lineup. He's going to make a cut, probably finish top 30. You yeah. can you can, uh, you can set your watch to it, Gibby. Okay. And then yeah. I saw um, Tyrell Hatton was a name that popped up. as yeah. like one of the top 20 chances to win. Is that is that a real thing, too? I think you is actually that- read that on top 20 names that could be on Game of Thrones. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Top twenty right golfers. Jesse <laughs> top, top twenty golfers that look like Nick Colello. He's okay. gonna check all those boxes. <laughs> um, I don't know. He 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 did me wrong on the match play, and I think he hurt his I'm wrist. Serious. So I'm not. I'm not. I've got no reason to go back there. Okay. I do have a bet for low amateur though for you. Oh, uh, Vanderbilt's own Gordon Sargent. I can't find the line anywhere. I don't know why, but. He's uh, he's your low amateur, I think. He sounds like how exciting would that be to be in college playing golf and you get to go play at the Masters? Unreal. And then go back to school and you're in Nashville. Um, I mean, this show is basically been all about Gibby somehow the whole time. (laughs) I'll be in Nashville on Thursday. Hey, what about uh, Australia's uh, sweetheart, Cam Smith? How's he going to do this week? Gibby, do you have a Cam Smith take? I don't know what kind of golf he's been playing. Yeah. But he's good. And he has a mullet. I I think Cam Smith is uh, my model. My model shows somewhere <laughs> in the top. Uh, he, he's got at least a 50% chance at a top 20 finish. Um, <laughs> and very likely right in the top 15. Um, any any. You know, so we talked a lot about who's got a chance, who doesn't have a chance. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most on Thursday, other than Tootsie's, Alex? Um, you know, what are what are some of the one or two things that with the Masters that you're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait until this happens, or I want to see this happen? I mean, just hearing the music when it starts yeah. and getting excited. Uh, yeah. You know, hearing Nance lull me to, into a nice little nap after a plane yeah. ride is going to be really nice. And then just kind of watching the, I won't call it drama, but the competition build between Liv and PGA players. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be fun for that reason. On top of all the reasons always, it's just a great tradition. I I look forward to it never leaving my TV for four days or downloading the app so I just don't miss any of it. 
Like it's, it's on my iPad going all the time. Yeah. yeah. Just walk it's, around with it. I don't honestly, I'm not as big of a fan. I think I've said this before of the British open as I am. I, the only thing I love about the British open is it's played in times that are like obviously different than normal yeah. golf is for us. So it's cool. Like you get it at odd times of the day, which is fun, but the masters is the number one for me. There's just no, no touching it. So what a week, what a great week. It is. And, and we would be remiss if we didn't say like maybe tiger makes the cut and we have a really good time on Saturday watching tiger. Um, see if he can battle it out. I don't think he's going to be there in the end on Sunday, but um, no, you know, can he no. get to the cut and uh, make someone think, okay, he's only six strokes back of the leader board through nine on Saturday. Uh, could he make a run? And, and, you know, he birdies 10 and all of a sudden it's like, okay, this could be really good. Um, I don't think I had more fun watching a, a full tournament than his return. A few years yeah. Ago. yeah. He's electric. Yep. Can't hurt. That's a bonus. That'd be a cherry on top. I don't think anybody's expecting it, but it would be great. Um, gentlemen, any parting thoughts? We're going to be doing quick hitters all week. So um, thanks for joining us for today's. And uh, Alex, thank you. Maddie, yep. thank you. any last thoughts? No, that felt good. It was crisp, efficient, effective. Perfect. <laughs> Fluid. Mm-hmm. Fluid. Yeah, <laughs> all full circle. I appreciate it, Alex. <laughs> good night. <laughs>